Hey guys, my name is Josh Laughter, and I'm excited that you guys would join us on Climate. I want to welcome you to the podcast where we believe we can cultivate an environment where our lives can thrive. Over the next four weeks, we're going to be digging into relationships. We're going to be talking about creating deep and meaningful relationships. That's going to be this first week. Uh, We're going to be talking about boundaries in our relationships. Maybe you struggle to some degree or another with uh, codependency or you're even in a domineering relationship or maybe you are the person that's more dominant in the relationship. We need to recognize the boundaries that others are setting as well as set healthy boundaries ourselves. The third week we're going to talk about in our relationships starting strong. Sometimes it's hard to meet new people. Sometimes it's uncomfortable and you don't know what really to say to get the conversation going and to get out of the surface level conversation and really get to know that other person. And then the last week, which I think ties everything together, will be how to love yourself. Because I think in our relationships, one thing we forget about is loving ourselves well and having a relationship with ourselves. Looking at things that make us feel good, that are self-care things to help us to grow as people. Um, I'll talk a little bit about my routines and some of those things that I do to help myself um, feel comfortable and confident. And on that note, one of the first things uh, we're going to talk about this week in creating deep and meaningful relationships is overcoming insecurities. Now, we'll dig deeper into this on how to love yourself, but the first thing that is any part of creating a deep and meaningful relationship is be confident. Be you. See, when I care more about what other people think of me, it creates worry and it creates um, concern and I'm always in my head. Are they thinking this or are they thinking that? Do they really like me? Are they just pretending to like me? And I start getting caught up in these worries and fears that eventually lead to insecurities. And so when I can just be comfortable with who I am, be confident in who I am and say, hey, this uh, this is my foundation. This is who I'm called to be and I'm not going to change it. And one way we can do that is just be the same you. You are in front of your family as you are in front of your friends as you are in front of new people. Just be you. You don't have to impress anybody. You don't have to um, create this, this persona about yourself. Just be who you've been created to be and the rest will follow. Now, there are some really Um, uh, applicable or tangible ways for us to move our confidence forward. And one way is just with our gestures and our body language. When you move a lot or you take up space, when you stand tall, you give off the signal that I am confident. You want to be aware of eye contact. You want to make eye contact in the beginning stages of those relationships to say, I am paying attention to you. I do care about what you say, as well as show conviction on the main points of your conversation and let them know I'm not scared to uh, engage with you. See, when we look down and away or when we kind of curl in a little bit, what that does is it creates this fear inside of us as well as shows other people that same 
fear. And so if you want to be confident, I am not telling you to fake it until you make it. I think that there is this this very real mindset that we have to take on that says, hey, I'm me. I'm who I'm called to be. And if you don't like that, I'm okay with it. I hope that you have a great life. It doesn't mean I think less of you. Hopefully, it doesn't mean you think less of me. But that doesn't mean that we have to, to spend our lives together if we don't get along. So just be confident in who you are. Be confident in who you were created to be. Show it with your gestures. Show it with your body language. Show it with your eye contact, as well as your tonality. When you talk with conviction, people hear it. When you talk lighter and more reserved, people hear it. And so it's important for us to be be aware of what we're putting off and how people are perceiving us. Advice I got one time in creating deep and meaningful relationships was think of what it looks like to be on the other side of you. And of course, you know, I, I think of that like, what's it like to be on the other side of Josh? When people look at me, what does that look like? When people listen to me, what does that sound like? When people are, are feeling the emotions I'm trying to create or listening to the stories I'm trying to tell, how do those land? Not the way I perceive them because often we either overly inflate the ideas that we have or we absolutely um, degrade ourselves and say that we're not um, as good as we actually may be. And so uh, it's important to ask ourselves, what does it look like to be on the other side of me? What's that look like? And so the first thing whenever it comes to creating deep and meaningful relationships is be confident. Be you. You were created for a purpose. You were created on this planet to live a life that matters. And so your impact on society, your impact on the people around you, maybe up to this point you've made mistakes and it hasn't been as great as it could have be, could have been but good news you still have tomorrow you still have the opportunity to go out and change the impact that you've been making and maybe you look back on your life and you say hey i have left an impact look at that and be confident in it because we know that we have a direction we have a purpose and we can cultivate an environment in our lives where our lives can thrive in the world around us but we have to be confident we have have to be ourselves. We can't be anybody else. You can't force yourself to be anybody else. And that leads me to my next point, which is be authentic. Let people know that they're not alone. Be authentic. When it comes to a relationship, sometimes we're worried about uh, sharing the the deep points of our lives, or we're worried about sharing the things that that are are the real. Uh, realness of us. And so we get uh, caught up in it and we get scared of it. And so we don't share meaningful details. And if you want to have a deep and meaningful uh, relationship, initiate the deep and meaningful part. Get deep on who you are. Get to the meaningful ideas or the meaningful memories or the meaningful things to you. Things that really sit on your soul or impacts that have lasted in your life or changed the way you think or changed the way you live or maybe some of the most difficult seasons in your life. Because we applaud other people's successes, which is fantastic, but often we connect through weaknesses. Because when people feel like they're not alone, they want to be more real. And when we initiate those deep and meaningful transactions, people feel permission to have those deep and meaningful interactions themselves. And so it's very important to, uh, if you're wanting 
to deepen any relationship, I think this is probably one point that I couldn't drive home far enough. Be authentic. Be authentic. Be honest about who you are. Be honest about some of the things that you've gone through. Not to the point of sinking sympathy or um, trying to really dig into the details, but be willing to say, hey, I've made mistakes. I've struggled. I've been insecure. I've been lost and alone. I've been depressed and angry. I've hurt. And most everybody on the planet can relate to that. Most people have hurt. Most people have felt alone. Most people have have felt depressed and, and anxious and worried. And so when you get authentic, when you get authentic with somebody, it gives them permission to say, hey, I've been where you've been. And maybe they'll open up to you for the first time ever. Maybe they've never opened up to anybody before, but they're willing to open up to you because you're, you're willing to create deep and meaningful conversation. But you have to initiate it. You can't wait around for the other person to, to share their life story or wait around for the other person to share uh, the deep details. And maybe they will judge you or maybe it won't land well, but that's okay because it's part of your story. You have to be you. You've got to be confident in who you are. And that leads to this authenticness that leads to this. Hey, I'm okay with the mistakes that I've made. I'm, I'm okay with the things that I've been through. I'm okay with my successes and my failures. Everything has been a culmination to create who I am today. And so I look at those and I say, be authentic. Let people in. Because when we're closed off and we don't let anybody in, we often feel alone ourselves. And we feel worried or afraid and we feel scared and we feel lost, but there's no one to share it with. And then if you would just open up and be authentic, you'd realize that everybody is feeling the same way too. You don't have to feel alone. You don't have to feel like your, your relationships are always surface level because if you would be willing to initiate those deep and meaningful conversations and just be honest about where you've been or, or what you've been through or your ideas and speak with conviction, I promise you'll connect with more people with this one thing, just being authentic, just being real and honest about who you are and what you've been through. You'll connect with more people doing this on a deep and meaningful level than anything else I've ever found uh, when it comes to relationships. I've never found a more powerful tool to really um, zip past all of the surface level, hey man, how was the game? Or hey, how was this in your life? Or hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good, another day, another dollar. And get past all of this really um, just empty conversation and dig into like, hey, how are you? Like, how are you really? What's really going on in your life right now? Because I want to know. And then be real about what's going on in your life. Maybe you're struggling with anxiety or depression. or Maybe you're successful and then things are going fantastic for you right now. And let's just be aware of being authentic because sometimes we want to put on our best self, especially in this social media age where we have Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and we've got all of these avenues to show the best versions of ourselves. We often don't let out the worst and we worry about what people will think if they find out. And I promise you, more people will think, wow, I've been there too, then people will be there to judge you. At least that's my experience, um, being able to connect with people on a deep level. Uh, that is, is such a true statement to me. Be uh, 
authentic. The next point is listen to learn and not to respond. Stephen Covey in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he said, seek first to understand and then to be understood. He said, seek first to understand and then to be understood. When we listen to learn and not to respond, what we're doing is we're saying, what you have to say matters. When we're listening, we say, your ideas matter. Your thoughts matter. Not everything has to be a debate. Not everything has to be a solution to be fixed. Sometimes it can just be a problem to be listened to. And let people know, like, hey, man, what you're going through is difficult. I totally hear you. I hear where you're at, and and that's got to be hard. And let them know that it's okay to feel these things. Listen actively. Now, a couple of just applicable points to that is repeat things back to them. Repeat things back that you hear them say some, some key ideas or some key points. Remember to bring those up later to show that you are really listening. And so if you were having a conversation with somebody and, and they say, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time and, and I'm feeling really lost because, you know, my mom passed away and I'm just struggling. It's like, man, I, I hear I hear that you're struggling so bad right now and that your mom's gone and you really don't know what to do. And you just have repeated that back to them and you've validated, you've let them know what they're going through. And then you can share share your point or you can share what you would like them to understand. What I want you to know, though, is I want you to know that you're not alone and that I'm here for you, man. Because if, if you don't validate their loneliness, they don't want to hear that you're with them, right? But when you validate you, the, their loneliness, you, you show that, they're with, that you're with them. And then Im- immediately you mitigate this, this idea that they've built up in their head. And so creating these deep and meaningful relationships comes from listening, really getting to know the other person, not just asking surface level questions, but ask deep and hard thought-provoking questions. Ask open-ended questions and shut up. Ask open-ended questions and stop talking. Because sometimes we can say, oh, well, how's life been? Oh, it's been pretty good. Okay, tell me more. Well, that's going to get you to a deep conversation instead of, oh, how's life been? Pretty good. How about you? Oh, it's been pretty good. And then you just move on. Ask open-ended questions, be quiet, and then ask re-engaging questions. Ask re-engaging questions to say, hey, I'm, I'm struggling uh, in this area of my life right now, and I'm having a hard time, and I don't know what to do. Well, tell me more. Okay, well, this is what, what's going on in my heart. Oh, okay, what I hear you saying is X. And, and you, you repeat things back and you ask open-ended questions and you, you use um, more thought-provoking questions as well. And if you don't, if you get a single word answer, ask another question. I, I would guarantee you, you sometimes have to ask two, three, four times before you actually get to the real thing that's going on in that person's heart, the real thing that's going on in that person's mind. So, but don't ask the same thing again and again. So ask it in a different way. If they dodge it or they don't respond to it, ask it in a different way and, and see if, if they begin to open up more and more. And if not, maybe it's time for you to be authentic yourself. Like I talked about earlier, maybe it's time for you to be authentic yourself and really show like, Hey, I'm here for you. And when you do that, then you can be quiet and listen because they're more willing to be 
um, open and honest. It's it's going to lead to deep and meaningful uh, relationships, which I think is important to address that, I mean, most people don't even have a single person that they would consider a deep and meaningful relationship, which is crazy in a world that is so connected. We can feel so isolated. We can feel so alone in a place where we could literally meet somebody on the other side of the globe in a minute, in an instant, we could connect with somebody. And yet we feel like we don't have anybody that we can really be there with, that we can really connect with. And I think it's because we've lost the art of conversation. We have this this speed mentality. How do I get done with this conversation quick? How do I get through this conversation quick? How do I get to the next thing? And we're, we're always busy. Like busy is a sign of status for some reason in our culture. And we're always so busy that if we would slow down and listen, I think it would get rid of some of this not feeling understood and not feeling needed and not feeling known. And honestly, I think that it would get rid of some of the more difficult things pressing against our society, um, like over medication and loneliness and depression and suicide that is just rampant in our culture. And being able to let people know that they're not alone and be a listening ear to be somebody that really genuinely cares. And that's my next point. Show you care. If you want a deep and meaningful relationship, show that you care. Look for ways to show it and not just say it. The more you serve other people, not to receive anything in return, but to just serve them, the more people will want to be around you. The more open people will want to be with you. The deeper your relationship will become the more committed those relationships will be because you show again and again and again, I care about you. I care about what's going on in your life. I care about what, what's happening with you. I had a friend at one point who, what man, he just wouldn't go buy new shoes. He just wouldn't do it. And, and I would go over to his house and I always poke at him. You know, he only had one pair of shoes and they were starting to get a hole, but it was like his favorite pair. And I would just, you know, make the the occasional joke, hey man, what's up with your kicks? Go buy you some new ones. And uh, he just wouldn't do it. And then there was this season that I saw that he was just sad or depressed. There was just some something weighing in on his heart. And I, I went out and, and I bought him some new shoes and I went over to his house and I left him on his porch and I just left. And I just wanted him to know somebody is thinking about you. Now, of course, he probably knew it was me because of our relationship and because it's something I poked at often. But I just wanted him to know that, hey, I care about you. I see where you're at. I see where you're going through. And I, and I want you to know that I care. So find those ways to not just say you care, but to show you care. Make a special effort. That, that shows that you're thinking of them. That shows that you're looking at them. Now, it doesn't always have to be a thing where you go and buy them something or it doesn't always have to be something where you, you know, it costs money or it's, it's an expense. A lesson I learned from a friend of mine, we went out to Buffalo Wild Wings and we connected. Man, had a great dinner. It was a reconnection. We hadn't talked in a long time and uh, lots of laughs and jokes over dinner. And man, I left and I was like, what a great meal. What a great friendship. What a great moment. I really enjoyed this. And then I got into my car and I was driving down the road. And when I got home, I looked at my phone and there was a text message from him. And mind you, we literally just left hanging out with each other, but there was a text message from him saying, Hey man, thanks for being my friend. Thanks for being there for me. I really enjoyed this evening and I needed it. I appreciate you more than you know. 
And that's changed the way that I uh, respond after I leave somebody. I like to send those text messages because the way that it made me feel was that he's still thinking about the conversations that we had. He's still thinking about what's what we talked about. He's still thinking about those things, and he cares. He cares about our relationship. He cares about our friendship and that this is important to him. And so those little moments where you could create something special are going to be those times that will really deepen the relationship because it's easy to talk about deep and meaningful things. It's hard to show care and affection in deep and meaningful ways, right? And that's what's going to build a long-term Um, deep and meaningful relationship because if you only show up and just talk the talk but you don't walk the walk people are eventually going to catch on to that and what it's going to lead to is it's going to lead to people seeing you maybe through a lens of of, oh this person's fake or you know that person doesn't really care about me or or things like that and so the big thing is to really just show show that you care about them hey i'm here for you hey i want you to see that you're not dealing with this alone. Okay, so just to to recap, we've got one more point, but recap real quick. Be confident. Be you. Be confident. Be you. Use big gestures. Use confident body language. Make eye contact. See, when we're less worried about what other people think of us, we're more comfortable with who we are ourselves. Be authentic. Let people see your weaknesses. Let people see the the dark and dirty spots of your lives that you've been hiding for so long because people will become open and be honest about those things. Not in like a needy kind of way, but in a, hey, this is who I am and this is where we're going kind of way. Listen to learn, not to respond. Listen actively. Bring up key ideas, repeat things back. Just slow down in the relationship a little bit to let them know, hey, I care about you. I see you where you're at and I see what you're going through. I know that you're my friend. I know that you're my family. I care for you deeply. Slow down enough for people to tell that you care, for you to hear them, for you to really hear them and not just respond to them because we've got to be willing to listen slow down enough to listen and that's going to create really deep relationships because you're going to learn things about people that you didn't know you're going to connect on levels that you didn't know about and that's where it leads uh leads to the next which is just show you care show you care look for ways to create special moments look for those ways to create special moments and then the last point which i think is so incredibly important for the long game in relationships for the long game in a relationship. And this is love wins. Love everyone as unconditionally as possible. Love everyone as unconditionally as possible. That is so important. Not to just love those that love us. Not to just love the people who are close to us. Love the clerk that you run into on at, at 7-Eleven and you just say, hey, I just want to brighten your day. Like, like challenge yourself. How can I make this person smile? How can I make this person laugh? How can I brighten their day? Talk to them. Use their name. They have a name tag. Like just talk to them. Because when we start loving everybody, when we start loving everybody, we will get past the superficial relationships so quickly. See how you can relate to others 
and look for the similarities instead of the differences. See, these things will unify us. It's important for us to know that love wins. People will wrong us as well. We have to be willing to forgive and love those people. I'm not saying that you have to jump back into a relationship, and we'll talk about that more in Boundaries in next week's episode. But what I'm saying is that when you're not concerned about what you can get out of people, but what you can give to people, you will create deep and meaningful relationships. Let me repeat that. When you're not concerned about what you can get out of people, but instead what you can give to people, you will create deep and meaningful relationships. Like I said, look for the similarities. There's 10,000 ways of ways that you are different than people. There's also 10,000 ways that you're similar. If somebody makes a mistake, most of the time it's a mistake that we could have made ourselves put in the same situation with the same circumstances. So let's show some grace. Let's, let's show, hey, I see where you're at. I see what you're going through. I forgive you. I forgive you. But what happens is we build up these resentments and we build up these frustrations. And then we go into the next relationship with these trust issues and, and this anger and this bitterness. And it makes it where loving somebody well is more difficult. And we start putting up these walls to where we let fewer and fewer and fewer people in. Where if you're going to have deep and meaningful relationships... You've got to practice it all the time and not just every once in a while. If you're going to have deep and meaningful relationships, you've got to do it all the time and not just every once in a while. See, those relationships come from a a mindset, from a personality that says, I know who I am. I want to connect with people. I want to get past the superficial and I want to love unconditionally. I want to give unconditionally. I want to contribute to humanity in some way, in some in some form or fashion. I want to make something that lasts. And the last thing is recognize their humanity. See, I'm a Christian, so I see God's hand on everyone's life. And when I look at somebody, I, I see their humanity. I see that they were created in the image of my maker. And I just say, man, I I, I see where you're at and I see what you're struggling with and I recognize that God loves you and I love you and, and I'm just so blown away at how often we can dehumanize other people and we can make them villains and we can be angry and we can be frustrated and resentful for things that we have done ourselves and we let these create trust issues in relationships and damage relationships instead of learning to understand Learning to question and wonder and listen and and really engage with the person and love them in spite of their mistakes. See, I have struggled a number of times in my life and the most transformational times are when people loved me in spite of my mistakes. The times that I've grown the most are when people cared about me in spite of my mistakes, in spite of my struggles. Love wins. No matter what is going on in our lives, we have to be willing to love others. No matter where we're at or what we're going through, if we can just be authentic, just see people where they are, and love them in a way that says, I'm not looking to get anything out of you, but instead I'm looking to give something to you. Maybe a smile or a laugh, but I'm looking to contribute something to your life. 
I'm looking to contribute something to the whole of humanity. And that will help us cultivate an environment where our lives can thrive. And that's the purpose of this channel. How can we really cultivate an environment where our lives can thrive? I hope some of this was meaningful to you on building deeper and more meaningful relationships. If it was, I hope you'll click the subscribe button or give it a like and let me know. Drop some comments and tell me your feedback. How can I grow the channel? How can I uh, focus on some things that, that maybe you want to hear about? So let me know what those might be. Over the next few weeks, like I said, we're going to be talking about boundaries in relationships next week. And on the third week, we're going to talk about starting relationships strong. How do you get to know somebody new, fast, and quick? How do you really get to the deep stuff without having to wait years to get there, where you can really build a deep relationship in a couple of minutes? And then the last week, we're going to talk about how do we love ourselves? How do we really get past some of these fears, some of these anxieties? How do we get past some of the past hurts and insecurities in our lives? And what are some self-care things that we can do to create a healthy uh, life for ourselves where we can be at our maximum potential for the people around us, where we could be the best fathers, the best mothers, the best leaders, the best pastors, the best friends, the best husbands. Let, let's be the best we can for the relationships around us. And so that comes with how to love ourselves, creating uh, this environment that says, hey, I'm setting myself up for success. I'm excited about what, that one. That one has been probably one of the most uh, impactful for me. So again, thank you so much for joining this week. And I hope that to see you again next week.